Hi, my name is Christine. And I'm Josephine. And, and we're, we're your hosts for the Bitonal Podcast. Ding! How are you, Josephine? I'm very tired today. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a tired episode, but that's okay. No, we're going to be fine. Yeah. It's only 8 a.m., right? Oh, it's definitely not it's, 8 a.m. <laughs> it's totally 8 a.m. What are you talking about? Oh, come on. You're my ride or die, right? Yeah, I am. Back me up here. I will. I will. Anywho, I got you. Um, I just want to say happy three-year anniversary. <gasps> Is that on Facebook? Yes. Oh, my, yeah. my, my. Yeah. The first thing on my newsfeed I saw was friendiversary. Oh, I haven't even Josephine. opened Facebook this morning. That's yeah. how productive I was being. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> All lies. Oh, that's amazing. It yeah. really feels like we've been friends longer. Right? Three years. Uh, I don't know. I just thought it, it was a big coincidence because today the topic is supposed to be about friendships. Yeah, we stuff. did not plan this at the, all, everyone. Mm. Like, we really didn't. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not like we waited for this specific day. Yeah. Imagine if we recorded yesterday. Yeah. And then find out today, oh my gosh, then, it was our friend and friend anniversary. Yeah, so June 27th is our friend anniversary. Seems right, right? Yeah. <laughs> we did go through that rabbit hole of figuring out how where we met. how we met <laughs> that was a little that was a that was a wild journey can i just say yeah yeah how many friends have you made in the last three years three years a few years few years other than me who's after me after you who's second best um i think around the same time would be like anna and ajit mm. um and then after that kind of dwindled a bit like, I had a few new housemates come in, yeah. but it's not like we hang out regularly kind of thing. We were just, I think we were acquaintances. It's hard because how do you even define a friend? Exactly. I'm, right? I, I would like to say that I'm close with my work friends from last year. They still hit me up. We still plan to do things. We still kind of hang out. See, with me, like, so y- you made a good number of friends in addition mm-hmm. to your work friends. I think I mentioned this on the previous podcast episode. It's like, I don't really consider work friends to be friends because they're very situational friends. Mm. You can get along with them. Like most of my my quote unquote work friends, we don't really hang out outside of work, (gasps) right? Uh, Whereas you, you guys hang out. So I guess they they pass that boundary of like, oh, you're actually a friend. (laughs) I think it helps that we were, most of us was like nine to five. Mm -hmm. So we all had the same schedule or we tried to have the same schedule that we could be like hey you want to do something after work today or like want to have lunch together I was always you know me a socialite always like hey let's go have lunch Mm -hmm. grab coffee with me never working always hanging out with people now I'm telling the MSU that you actually didn't do anything you just hung out with your friends no 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 they think I'm a workaholic I I am I am (laughs) get your assistants to ask you (laughs) What's that called? When you one of the first times I met your assistants, they're like, um, "Yeah, we have to remind Josephine to take a lunch break." Yeah, I'm like, "Wow, yeah, she's they, that bad." They still do sometimes. They're like, I "Have was. you eaten when I visit?" I'm yeah, like, no, no, I actually haven't. I haven't had you to remind me in the past like couple months. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, but yeah, so how would you define a friend? If what's your criteria for a friendship? I think hanging out outside of where you usually meet them so whether that's work school whatever and I don't want to set a number like meet them at least three times (laughs) I feel like that's that's a little extra but 
Um, and having that spark. The spark. The spark. The connection, right? Like you, I didn't even, I just talked to you once and I was like, there's a connection here. We're going to be friends. Friends at first sight. And that's, and that's why I made an effort to get to know you. And that's how I usually make friends. I have like a basic conversation with them, talk to them, find something, you know, in common. And then the connection hits and you're like, wow, I really like this person. Yeah. Like with me, there's a point in my life when I was little where I was friends with everybody. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to be friends with everybody. I thought everyone was my friend. Mm-hmm. But yeah, soon realized that that's not necessarily the case. Right. Um, so and I, my definition of being a friend is someone you hang out with on a moderately frequently frequent basis. Okay. Um, and you have that mutual something. Mm-hmm. It's like whether you have a mutual love for burritos or if you have a mutual love for podcasting. Yeah. Something like that, you know. And it has to be reciprocated, which is my biggest thing. Oh, yes. So that's how you know you're, this is an actual friendship. There's two, there's two, I was going to say there's two E's in friendship, but two I's in friendship. I don't know. Two I's. There, is there two I's? The, friend, the ship. The ship. Yes. The eyes so, of the ship. so can someone put this on a t-shirt? There's two eyes in friendship. Your eye, then my eye. Then together the we're a friend. Ship. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was good. No, I like that. That's actually yeah. so cute. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably how I define it. And there are also times in my life where I was so sure that that person was my friend. Mm-hmm. And then I realized they forgot my name. And I was like, shit, that's fucking <gasps> that's embarrassing. why I have the two weeks policy. Can you please elaborate on this two week policy? I rarely tell anyone about this policy because mm-hmm. they're going to think I'm a terrible human being. But basically, um, if I don't talk to you for two weeks... I won't consider us friends anymore. And I don't mean like I will never talk to you again. It's sort of like now I'm a little hesitant to approach you or to reach out to you. Mm. I'm like, does she even remember who I am? True. And of course, that's like different for every kind of friend. Like with you, I'm not going to, you know, think that you forgot my name in two weeks time. So there's very few people that I trust enough that I know are an exception to that two-week policy. Okay. But that's my policy. I'm always scared of people overestimating my friendships with people, Mm. i.e. the four friends that I thought was my friend but never invited me to their wedding. Yikes. So I was really upset. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's their big day. And weddings are expensive. Exactly. I had to understand that. But I'm just like four, four friends. Mm -hmm. None of them invited me. And I'm like, oh. Okay, I guess we're not considered friends. If it gives you solace at all, if I ever have a wedding, you're invited. Well, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be... What are you doing? Ordaining it? Ordain? Ordain. Ministrying it? You're going to marry me? Yeah. Like, you're going to be the person at the front? Yes. On earth. Oh, we're just going to laugh the whole time you realize this, right? And my significant other is going to be like, the fuck's going on? Is that some kind of love triangle? Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, you know. It is. I'll spill all the tea about you. <laughs> Does anybody object? Um, I object. I object. Christine, you uh, clearly do not deserve this person. That's true. Oh, yeah. Yikes. The person, if you're listening, don't listen to Josephine. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know I'm right. This is true. Pretty sure they know too. <laughs> Anywho, So, do you have any suggestions on how to make friends as an adult? Because that's oh. something I hear very often. Oh God, yes. So the struggle of graduating university or mm-hmm. our post secondary is you lose that massive um, source of new human beings. A lot of people, once they work that nine to five or they get their full-time job, they they have the work friends. Yeah. Um, but then after in the evening, it's like, who do you hang out with? Who do you talk to? And then all of your already existing friends have nine to fives too. And like yeah. they have their own lives too. So it's very hard to schedule people in. Um, I'm still in school. I've never had that problem yet because I'm still in school. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how people meet other people. Yeah. Online, maybe. Yeah. Mutual hobbies. Even, even... Shared yoga class. <laughs> exactly. Even last year when I was working, I didn't want all my friends to be just work friends, right? But I literally had no other avenues to meet people. I mean, yes, I could have like gone out and done more things, but I was just too tired after work. I didn't want right? to do anything. And I think that's a problem I, I find people have mm-hmm. is that... They get home from their job. They don't want to do anything. They'd rather do things that makes them happy, self-care, which yeah. is what I did. Mm-hmm. A lot of self-care, a lot of alone time. So it's really hard. And also, I find even your previous friends, like let's say from high school or university, they could be at different stages of yeah. their life. Like I have friends who are now having babies or getting married. And I'm like, that's harder for me to relate to because I'm a single Pringle. And they're like, guess what my husband did to me? And I'm like, um, I don't know. I don't got a husband. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you have to work around their anniversary, their like child schedule. Yeah. It, it's complicated. It's hard. It and, gets complicated. And again, kind of alluding to a previous episode, it's like, like, the only way I know how to like, have a conversation with someone for the most part it's like yeah talking online things like that or hitting them up or like sharing a cat video yeah you know what i mean like like the concept of just not hitting up someone at a bar but like just kind of approaching someone in the grocery store yeah um a i think they'll be threatened (laughs) you know what i mean and that's something i've always debated about it's like sometimes wait did i ever tell you about that lady in the melon no so um, I was at Sobeys, the, mm-hmm. the grocery store, and I was picking up melons, okay? Oh, no. okay? And this lady beside me was just like, um, do you know how to pick out a good melon? And like, she's probably in her like 50s, uh-huh. so my mom's age. Okay. You know, benign question. Like, I think she's genuinely just wanted to have a conversation. Yeah. Because maybe I had a, I was smiling that day. Sure. And she, I looked approachable. Just do you know how to pick a good melon? But my first like instinct was to panic. Yeah, I'm like, uh, is this what? Like what? You know, you know, like because yeah. we're we're not used to random strangers having a conversation exactly. with us. And anyway, so she's like, yeah, do you know how to pick out a good melon? I'm like, mm, no, no. And she showed me how to pick out a good melon. Oh, that's and, so sweet. Yeah, and I'm just like, we're be be. <laughs> BFFs now, homegirl. Like, shit. We're going to cut and share this melon together. Yeah, like, do you want to just, you know, pull out a, a knife and just slice it right here, you know? Anywho, so I, but like, 
you think you think about it like maybe like let's say 20 years ago that's mm-hmm. so normal that you yeah. have conversations a with your neighbors right people at the cashier uh people at the bank you, you people have the conversations and they try by their first names mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's but true. now i'm just like what the fuck stay away from me don't talk to me it's fight or flight and yeah yeah um i don't know and i don't know that's kind of my biggest tip it's like maybe try to find some kind of um hobby that you like mm-hmm. and then naturally if you pick like a hobby let's say if you really like uh, kickboxing right um naturally you will be around people who like kickboxing if you're in a kickboxing class yeah and it's likely that they like similar interests that you do like exactly. staying fit um you know exercising that's the same thing as being fit. You know what I mean, right? It's, yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Or Every, you, like you, sh- we already share a common interest. Yeah. So it's easier to make conversation. Yeah, and like, or feel like crocheting. I feel like you you have to be some type of person to like crocheting. Okay, I like crocheting. What's wrong with crocheting? I'm just saying you have to. You know, like. No, I don't know. What are you saying? <laughs> Trying to defend my point because I realized I offended you. <laughs> Like, well, I, I would assume if you're a crocheter, uh-huh. you're very artistic. Yes. And you like keeping busy. You like um, learning new things. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So you, automatically people in your crochet crocheting club would have those similar ideals. Yeah. Right? Like, Here I thought you were like, yeah, those people, they just <laughs> fucking crocheters, man. Shit. Like, what did they ever do to you? Uh, not knit me a sweater. Oh, yeah. I, I can't do that yet. I'm oh. still working on my scarf. <laughs> How many scarves does one person need? Just one. But it keeps on um, unraveling because mm. I keep taking it everywhere with me. Mm. So I, like, would do it at Starbucks. I would crochet during my lunch breaks. Are you 50? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes I feel like I am with these bones. With these <laughs> old bones. These uh, achy joints. Yeah. Do you have any tips of how to maintain friendships? I know you're a little mm. bad at that sometimes. What? I am not. You said that last episode. Oh, yeah, I guess I am. But again, I'm trying to be better. And I guess I should... No, I think this is also like the positives of social media. Being able to reach out more, I feel less scared i i don't know what happened oh no i know what happened but like Mm -hmm. during university a big like changing moment for me and realize you know life is short Mm -hmm. just reach out to people when you can and after that anytime i thought about someone like you know give them a quick message just like hey i was thinking about you how are you doing these days yeah that's it nowadays i don't like people's heads don't pop up in my head anymore because i forget about them and whose fault is this? I'm a forgetful person. I am 50, remember? Right. But yeah. Early onset dementia. Yeah, I try. Like, you know, Facebook, Instagram are really great ways to keep in touch with people's um, lives. Mm. So I can see what they're doing, what they're up to, and be like, wow, that's so amazing. Like, you're doing great things. I'm proud of you. That's what I like to yeah. say a lot. Proud of you. I'm proud of you. I don't that's know terrifying. why. It's just because maybe I don't usually hear it. So nowadays when I see people you know, doing great things or trying really hard, I will always end my message with, I'm proud of you. I hope you know that. Damn. I'm pretty sure, I, I vividly remember me having like a bad day one time. And you, you I don't know, you're being like sentimental and shit. <laughs> and you, you, you probably said that. You probably said like, Christine, 
I'm proud of you. Like my dad hasn't even told me he's proud of me. It's been 23 yeah. years. The man has never said I love you to me. <laughs> I really need to hear that. And I never look at my phone going like, shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I appreciated that. That's another phrase that I really like. I appreciate you. Oh. I don't know why. Like, I feel like words Jeez. are powerful in, in a time of where everyone's moving, moving, moving. Mm -hmm. Friends are fleeting, as they would say. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to, to make you sound genuine. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you have to be genuine to sound, sound genuine. Mm -hmm. But words like that, words that you know can make a profound impact. I always, you know, think back to a time when they've done something for me. I'm like, I appreciated the moment you, when you did that hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. It's just the little things like that, right? Like, and not everyone is going to hear that every day. You don't know who needs to hear that. Exactly. And that's how I maintain friendships by being overly cheesy. And I think everyone in my friend circle know this by now that I'm just that person who writes sentimental letters mm -hmm. and just say the most cheesiest things online. So, yeah. Um, how did we, how did we maintain our friendship when we were LDFs, right. long distance friends? Right. Because for those who don't know, um, Josephine and I, we were in the same year in university, mm -hmm. but, uh, you stuck around Mac for a little bit. Yeah. I think we were friends for like one year and then you graduated. And then I graduated and... Um, you graduate, then you started working for Mac, right? Mm -hmm. So two years. Yeah, so we had some time apart. Mm -hmm. And I just remember um, feeling pretty upset. Not upset, but I was kind of sad that I was leaving Mac and, like, my circle. And yeah. I remember thinking, like, oh, me and Josephine can't really hang out anymore. Right. Kind of thing. Even so, though we both were from Mississauga, so technically... Yeah, technically it it's not long distance at all. It's but like, not. But somehow... And another thing maybe kind of eased the transition was because I was already commuting at that time. Right. Right. So I, I was never living in Hamilton. We were, we were actually never in the same place at the same time mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. But um, I knew that once I graduated from Mac, I would have no reason to be in Hamilton anymore. Yeah. Other than like going to visit or if I had to pick up something at Mac. Mm -hmm. um, but how do you think we actually maintained our friendship? I think we... Again, me and my connection, we had that connection. Mm. Personally, I knew you were someone I wanted to keep in my life. So I made an effort to at least, I don't know, send you a quick message here and there. And I didn't want to seem too pushy, but I figured it was worth it. Yeah. Because I really wanted to be friends with you. That made me sound yeah. kind of sad, but yeah. you know what I mean. No, I think like, again like everything because we added value in each other's lives mm -hmm. so kind of not having that person beside you anymore is like it, it you feel like you lost something yeah right because um I, I, I agree with that and i think during the time we were apart i just remember sending a lot of animal videos to yes, you so yes. if i saw a cute uh video of a dog doing something cute I just sent it over to you. Yeah, a lot of our messages were like that. Yeah, and like we wouldn't even, I, I was kind of scrolling through last night. It's like we wouldn't, uh, you know, send text messages. It was just like literally I sent you a link and you sent me a link back. Mm -hmm. And I sent you a video and you sent me a video back. Yeah. So, but but it's, it's, it's kind of the unsaid, the unsaid thing. That yeah. I, we have a mutual understanding that like 
I hope you're well. I know you're doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll chat and catch up sometime when we, when we have time. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And the weekends you were back in Mississauga, we would make an effort to hang out, yeah. right? Yeah. We made it out for the big things, birthdays. Yeah, birthdays. Sometimes holidays. Yeah, holidays. And uh, and like we, we had a shared, shared calendar at some point. Yes, we did. Yeah, and that's just kind of to keep track of when we were hanging out and stuff. Yeah, which made it really helpful because I'm pretty sure we hung out maybe like once a month, yeah. which I know some people think that's so little, but mm-hmm. when you're in two different cities, that was a lot. Yeah, and like first year for me was so busy mm-hmm. that I didn't remember what happened. So, and I think what made it work is like, what's that phrase? Two people make the dream work? Shit. I can't remember. Yeah, so we can do yeah. like it takes two to tango. It takes two to tango. So it's like the reciprocation of effort. Yeah. And like me making time for you, you making time for me. Right. And I think that's the only way to make a friendship work. Exactly. No matter what it is. Like you, you they need to put in the equal amount of care that you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thought, thoughtfulness and so on and so on. Yeah, that's a huge thing for me now that I realize as I'm older. You know, I used to give so much more when I was younger, more naive, like giving my all in friendships when no one would return the same respect. And it was just really hurtful when I gave it my all and they were like, eh, you're okay, kind of thing. And that in itself is a really good segue because that's just a form of toxicity in your life, right? Yeah. So after this quick little break, we're doing a hydration break. Drink water. Hi everyone, Josephine here, just popping by our usual hydration break. If you haven't already, please drink some water. And while Christine and I are chugging our last bit of water and tea, I would just like to say thank you for all your listens and support for our podcast. Please don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to our podcast at the platform of your choice. It would really mean a lot to us to hear what you think of our episodes or if you have any comments about the topic for this week. Anyways, thank you again, and now back to the main segment. And we're back, and we are moving on to our next topic about toxic friendships. Yeah. So, do you want to start with maybe your experience with toxic friendships? Mm -hmm. So, like you were saying about um, the non-reciprocation, I gotta stop saying that word, the non-return of the equal effort and time. Like, some people, you feel like you're just giving them things. Yeah. You give them your time, effort, and love, but they never reciprocate it. Yeah. Right? That in itself, in my opinion, is a form of toxicity. Mm -hmm. And at some point, if you don't manage it well, you're probably gonna feel really burnt out from, like, not getting what you want from this person. Even though you give them everything, right? Um... In the past, yeah, I'd have to say, like, I had some people like that in the past, too. And there were times when I didn't realize how much I was giving them Mm -hmm. until, until, like, I really needed them that one moment. And they did not come through. Right, right, right. Shade, shade, shade. And people who just, like, my pet peeve is people who do not, and are not considerate of my time. Ooh. Like, yep. coming on time late. Like, you don't got to be on time. I'm always on time. You know this, mm-hmm. for the most part. Like, I don't like it when... I'm like, yeah, let's hang out at 2 o'clock. And they can't. They come at, like, 3.15. 
I'm like, do you not have a sense of time, A, yeah. and a consideration for my time and energy? Because you, life's short, like you said, and you mm-hmm. have a bunch of other things you'd rather be doing. So people who do not respect your time right. and love, they're cut. They're cut. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, do you have any other um, toxic, have... toxic friends you had in your past? The thing with toxic relationships or friendships for me is I realized, yes, there are some forms of toxic friendships, but um, things like the putting in the effort, I know is a little more gray area, at least for me and my experience. Okay. Because I know I I tend to overthink things when it could have just been, oh, they were busy. Like that one year you were, like your first year of Cairo school. um, Yeah. There are some times where I felt like, Christina's left me behind Mm -hmm. but it was just again my my own thinking my own negative thoughts yeah and that I had to break out of that so it wasn't that our friendship was toxic yeah it was just me overthinking things yeah so like the whole thing with you know the big events like me coming to graduation like the mixtape whatever whatever I know that it wasn't not reciprocated Okay. Because you showed it in other ways. And I had to realize. So whether that's like reaching out to me, actually scheduling things. Like I appreciate that so much because yeah. I'm really bad at scheduling some events for people because I feel like that's what I do all the time that I just get bored of it. So the fact that you made an effort, you were like, hey, let's do this. Let's do that. What time are you free? Mm-hmm. That showed me that you cared. Yeah. And I, from my side of things, I kind of knew that was your love language. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I knew, like, you know, you kind of like those gestures and stuff, right? right? But but at that time, it, was, I, I, it wasn't feasible in my life. Yeah, like, exactly. It, I, like, I, I would, uh, and like what you said about you feeling left behind, and that was how you interpreted it, mm-hmm. right? And we talked about it, I think we talked about it in a previous podcast as well. It's like, yeah. A lot of times, the negative emotions you have, it's your reaction to something. Yeah. It's not, like, for example, someone's um, walking down the street, you say hi to them, but they don't they don't say hi back. Right. You think, oh, shit, they don't like me, mm-hmm. when in reality, they just didn't see you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and, and you can let that bother and, like, like stir in your brain, mm-hmm. right? But, like, with you, it's like, I, I always knew that I wanted to maintain our friendship. I, I tried to put work into maintain our, maintaining our friendship. Yeah. Um, and that's why, like... My love language is just like, can I schedule you in? (laughs) (laughs) Much more simple than me. Like, where are you? (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's Um, fine. So, and that's like, that's like something I think we grew separately apart, but, but then we came back together. Yeah. Cause you, I don't think you were uh, during, you know, if you don't mean uh, like me personally, I didn't, I wasn't in a good mental spot in Mm -hmm. first year. You probably weren't during that time either. And I think we, we kind of drifted off just yeah. because we were kind of working on ourselves a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And, um, but there was a mutual understanding again, mm-hmm. right? I, I never, like, I, I, I kind of sensed you were kind of going through something, but mm-hmm. I knew that I didn't need to pry when you want to talk to me and come to me, you would. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That brings me to my pet peeve, yeah. which is that people who don't, understand boundaries oh yeah that's that's pretty huge for me because i i would consider myself someone who has really high empathy so 
people tend to unload, tend to discuss their issues with me, their problems. And I don't mind it. I really don't. Sometimes they just need to vent. But if that is our only form of communication, you telling me all your problems, that's mm-hmm. not, that's not one, communicate yeah. proper communication. And two, I wouldn't consider that like fr- friendship no. because it's one-sided. You're just unloading. Yeah. And like, you're just, you know, you're kind of their therapist. Exactly. That's, but that's not yeah. my job. No, it's not your job. And so. yeah, so people, and like, I always find people who do do that mm-hmm. tend to be leaning towards the side of being a selfish person. Yeah. Again, it comes back to the n- lack of consideration for your time. And yep. like you as an individual, like they don't consider the fact that maybe you're having a bad day too. Yeah. So on and so on. And yeah, there's friends in my life who kind of, I, I played that role too. It's like they always just like come to me if they have a problem because they knew I could fix problems for them, right? Yeah, yeah. And not even just that, like friends who would just come to you because they want something from you. It's yes. like you, they use you for your car. Mm-hmm. They use you because you got like some kind of discount at mm-hmm. Foot Locker or some shit. Or, you know, and just some people who are just like really manipulative. That's like so toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Friendships are hard. Friendships are hard. Luckily, I don't have a lot of friends who do that. Yeah. I only know like one or two. You yeah. really don't respect my boundaries mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm literally trying to get away from this conversation. Yeah. So. Yeah. And one thing I, I we kind of made it note made a note on our little script here, but like, um, there's also friends who have had in the past who kind of lose themselves when they're in a relationship. Right. Like complete because like probably between them and their partner they don't have boundaries right so all of a sudden you date this person there's no boundaries you don't have um, friends outside of each other you don't have interests outside of each other and you become one person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's terrifying to me it kind of is and i find that it also happens with new friendships you Mm -hmm. prioritize new friendships over old friendships Mm. so it's not it doesn't have to just be relationships but i understand how that can maybe be more prevalent or more obvious in some ways. Yeah. It, it was more like prevalent when I was single. Right. Because I was like, why am I always third wheeling? <laughs> but, you know, and then now yeah. I catch myself. You. <laughs> I'm third wheeling. You're third wheeling. And um, I uh, feel like, yeah, you know, um, you're the you're the, you're the the second wife. Yeah. So uh, you're, my, you're the work wife. I'm the work wife. Right. And... There's so many times, like when you know when you, when you're in love and shit, you always want you always want to talk about the other person, yeah. Or like, oh yeah, yeah so and so and I did so and so what, and and then you realize like your friend just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, okay, Christine, I don't really, uh, <laughs> I don't, I, don't I can't really care I'm about better, this. I'm better at it now, I swear, and I'm so sorry. That's okay. I I totally understand. Yeah, and that's why I'm trying to amalgamate you into the relationship. Amalgamate. So, to be a part of this relationship. To be part of the relationship. So, we're talking about each other, not just... Exactly. So, anywhom, um, speaking of breakups and relationships, um, what's your method? So, let's say you have a toxic friend. Okay. To our listeners, if you have a toxic friend, this is a quick 101. Josephine, how would you break up with a friend? I really am not equipped to answer this question because <laughs> my method is just ghosting, just <laughs> fading into the background. I'm Fade. sorry, I can't. <laughs> it's like, it's echo, echo. 
Yeah. And then the echo just ends there. Yeah, I never had to break up with a really? friend because I, one, don't like confrontation. Two, I'm very passive aggressive. <laughs> before, now I'm a little more forward in what I say. Yeah. Mostly because I want to, like, if the friendship is worth it, I'll try to make it work. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I didn't like it when you said that. So you're you're more confrontational now, like, or yes. maybe maybe you kind of speak up more now. Yeah, and I kind of noticed that with you too. Yeah, you you don't take shit no more. No. Yeah. And, but it's still the same way of coping. If I don't want to hang out with a person, I just don't make don't. contact. Mm. I don't know. What do you do? Um. I don't know. I, I don't know when I learned this, but I call it the sandwich method. Okay. So the sandwich method has three steps, okay, guys? So step number one, start with something good and sympathize with this toxic friend, okay? Step number two, propose a a suggestion for change or improvement. Number three, um, give them the option to leave or just be like, if you don't leave, I'm leaving. Like you give them the option of whether to continue to participate in this friendship Yes or no. It's, it sounds very formal. You're but, firing someone. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how I learned about it. I watched a YouTube video of like how to fire an employee, not to have an employee. And you just applied it to friendship? Yes, but think about it. And, and, and employment is a contract. Okay. It's a mutual agreement that you will do this and you will get that. Okay, but person. here's the thing. There's a difference of power in that situation. Mm. Whereas friendships, you can't, expect people to be on the same page as you <laughs> right like is that just me like i always th- come in thinking okay they don't owe me anything okay it's getting heated okay they don't owe me anything i get it, I get it. Okay. okay i'm just trying to say right. that it's kind of this method of firing someone or this whatever i learned a sandwich method from sure. it's it's kind of delivering bad news okay it's like when people are not receptive to something. Okay. You deliver them the news in this way. Can we can we role play? Let's role play. <laughs> Let's role play. We'll, we'll role play, and then you will understand what I'm saying. Okay. So pick a name, Josephine. Pick a name. I'm Bob. <laughs> okay, Bob. Hey. Hi. The, the, the dis- dissonance here is real strong. Um, hi, Bob. We're starting. Go, bitch. Okay, like, hello. Hi, How Bob. are you doing? I'm good. Thank you, Bob, for even asking, <laughs> even though you've ghosted me for three weeks. Anyway, sorry. Um, hi, Bob. Um, it's good to see you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you for asking. Um, today, I, I kind of just wanted to sit down and talk about something. Are you okay? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know, man. Like, Bob, we've been friends for... A, a good amount of time now and mm-hmm. i like having you around because i think you know we get along pretty well yeah and you make me laugh and uh you know we're always down to get shawarmas together right and uh, but i don't know but just lately i've been noticing that we haven't been hanging out as often and i just want to touch base to see where you're at with things like I-, I totally understand that like sometimes friends grow apart and you know and this happens, but right. like I just want to know your thoughts. Like, if you still want to be friends, and I don't know, if you want, if, if you still want to be friends, like why we should hang out more. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've been going through a rough patch, and that's why I haven't been reaching out. Bob. <laughs> Bob has exited the chat. <laughs> Bob left. <laughs> 
But no, I understand where you're coming from. It's See, a, it's a good way to get them to explain yes, the situation. Okay. And but then they don't. When you deliver news like that, they're not defensive. They're not triggered like right. primitively to okay. be like, oh, this person's firing me or this person wants to break up with me or like yeah. you know what I mean. So I want to break it down. So step one, you start with something good and sympathize. Yeah. So I said, yeah, you know, you make me laugh. We we, we both like shawarmas. You know, exactly. that's sympathizing and telling them something good about what they're doing right. Mm-hmm. And then you propose a suggestion for improvement. I'm just like, yeah, you know, sometimes friends grow apart. So how about we hang out more? So that's the suggestion to fix the, the friendship is okay. to hang out more and then give them the option. It's like, well, if you still want to participate in this friendship, how about we hang out more? And if they say no, nah, then I guess you just, Get shawarma by yourself. So <laughs> that's so sad. Did you like that? That yes, it mm-hmm. did make more sense when we did the role play. Oh my um, god! I find it was a little more. It was it was a little more um, beating around the bushes mm-hmm. approach. Oh, you, you you go more direct than that. Exactly, and sometimes I know that can be taken the wrong way. Mm. Yeah, but I only do it again when it's really going against my morals or values. And I know okay. that might sound really serious, but some people will make you know, racist jokes, misogynistic jokes, and I call them out on it. I'm like, hey, mm. no, that's not funny. Why do you think that's funny? Mm. Wow. So I only, I'm only that aggressive when it's something serious. But yeah. if it's something like, you haven't been hanging out in a while, I'll reach out and be like, hello, okay, how, how about are you this? doing? What if Bob was a racist? Bob's cut. Bob's cat. Bob's cat. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> I'll probably do your method, ghosting, and then just kind of fade into the background. Exactly. But then, like, leave, like, a passive-aggressive lesson or, like, a book about racism <laughs> on their desk. Like, hey, Bob, it's for you. Parting gift. It's for you. Parting gift. And I uh, hope you have a good life, Bob. Yeah. Um, I'm kidding. we got to educate people and spread, exactly. you know, knowledge and awareness. Realize they can change. Yeah, they have the potential to change. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's uh, why I like to have that aggressive aggressive approach yeah because sometimes people just was raised to think it was funny or you know they the people around them never corrected them or never thought it was wrong yeah so again it could have just been the way they were raised yeah giving the benefit of the doubt yeah but um not to like spiral into like racism Mm -hmm. but we also live in a unless you know they're from down south um uh in, in the americas and do not have internet yeah i the whole excuse not excuse but the explanation of oh they were raised that way right um they were surrounded by people who were like that but like you know don't you open the news (laughs) don't you go on don't you read the internet and from just general exposure to the world don't you learn that racism is not correct I would argue that some people don't have that um, willingness to learn. Oh. They're more followers. Oh. They just, you know, um, hear what is being said, told to them, whether that's their parents, yeah. fake news, yikes, things like that. They don't ha- they don't make an effort because it aligns with their views. People like to be right. People mm-hmm. like to be justified. Okay. If they can justify their racism, they will. They're like, see, I was right. Like, these people are killing these people. Yeah. They're bad people. Okay. 
yeah, okay, we've gone too far. No, that's too far. And like, that's yeah. a rabbit hole. Yeah. Well, uh, we can yeah. talk about that in another episode. Yeah. So at this point, back to our role playing. Um, we've broken up with Bob said, no, um, I don't want to get show warmers with you. I'm a racist and I don't, I stand and a by. Vegan. And vegan. <laughs> I don't know. You can get vegan options I'm for sorry. shawarmas. I, I just never associated shawarma. That's true. Shawarma is extremely meat heavy. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Yeah. And no, we love vegans. We love vegans. So. <laughs> Hi, Stephanie. Um, anyway, so let's say you've past that point so bob doesn't want to participate in this friendship anymore and you're you're cut he's cut mm-hmm. you guys parted ways um how do you heal after losing a friend or how do you cope with losing a friend of course there's going to be a sense of grief mm-hmm. but i think you just have to realize that you did what's best for yourself and if if you th- didn't think the friendship was bad and they ended it Mm -hmm. maybe it was best for them right so i think having to be considerate you know not internalizing that you are the problem and just knowing that you will make other friends yeah is the best way to go about it i used to think like when i had a fallout with my friendships i was like i'm never gonna make any friend again my only friend has left me they've like moved away whatever whatever but now i realize no you can make friends through other ways yeah and i fully agree like sometimes you guys are just better off going separate ways yeah and how many people are on the planet again josephine what's the world population at right now i think seven billion there you go you have a bunch of other people to be friends with plenty of fish and there's yeah um it's one of those things where it's like, uh, there's been times in my life where I thought, like, I'll never find a friend like them, man. Like, they were like my only friend who understood me, man. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, two weeks later, you meet someone, you're like, shit, <laughs> you're a really cool person. And then yeah. you end up in another friendship. Exactly. Them, right? And like, it's not always the end end. Yeah. Especially if you don't have like Christine's little sandwich breakup method here. Yeah. I mean, even if you did go through that, there's still... A possibility of reconciliation. Reconciliation. Yeah. Reconciliation. Yeah, the word, that yeah. word. Yeah. So, again, nothing is final. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe in a few years, you and your friend will be in a better place and will be able to connect more because you'll be doing something more similarly than mm-hmm. the past few years. Yeah. Or who knows? Like maybe you guys, you guys move back to the same town. Exactly. And you guys rekindle your flame. Ooh. And start crocheting. Yes. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen with me, okay? Oh. I'll do anything. I'll, I'll get shawarmas with you, but get me a crochet and I can't do it. It's so easy, though. Are you gonna teach me? Yes, I can okay. teach you. Um, okay. Anywho, back to our listeners. Yeah, I hope we ended off in a positive note yeah. for all of you. And, you know, let us know if there was a moment in your life where you had to let go of a friend and how you dealt with it. And is there someone you've been meaning to reach out to, to hang out, or just to say hi? Um, I recommend you you contacting them now. You know what I mean? We could wait. We'll wait. Close whatever platform you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Hit that messenger and go send just tell them a quick them, message. Just, um, dude, 
I guess I like you. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Keep going. Yeah. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. That's a good one. Yeah. And then they're either be like, what the fuck? Or they'll be like, ah, I really needed to hear that. Yeah. Okay. So that concludes today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. Goodbye. Bye.